This is the Data Privacy Detective, and today we're going to look at internet review sites. You know, those sites that let you post a comment about a restaurant or a, uh, any kind of business, uh, even a law firm, uh, and uh, how your experience was and how you rated one to five or whatever the rating scale is. We're going to focus on a California decision of the Supreme Court of that state about the Communications Decency Act of 1996. Now before you say, oh goodness, I don't want to get into the weeds here, this is really important stuff. The 1996 Act was enacted when the Internet was relatively young. Basically an infant or a, certainly a child compared to what it is today, and prevailing sentiment was to let it expand, let it experiment, let it grow, minimal regulation, and then for sites that carried the comments of others, uh, the question was how could they be encouraged to grow without being held to the same standards, say, as a newspaper uh, or a television a news channel that can be sued for broadcasting false and defamatory information about people or businesses. Well, the 1996 Act of Congress struck the balance between free expression on the one hand and decency, on the other hand, by exempting, quote, interactive service providers, close quote, platforms, think of it that way, from liability for posting information that other people uh, post. And the explosive growth we have seen since then, from Google to Yahoo to Facebook to uh, review sites like Yelp, uh, probably wouldn't have happened without uh, this U.S. law or something like it. Well, in July of 2018, 22 years later, the California Supreme Court got a case. And it faced a challenge to whether the act applied, this federal law applied to Yelp. Now, what is Yelp? Yelp's a review site, and, and its moniker is find the best businesses in town. And you can go to the various uh, cities. Uh, and uh, look for the best restaurant or the best uh, drive-through auto wash or whatever it may be based on posted ratings and comments by the public. A San Francisco law firm had uh, a client, her name was Ava Bird, and it didn't go well, let's just put it that way, and Ms. Bird gave it a one-star, worst you can get, uh, rating on Yelp. Well, the law firm and uh, the lawyer involved was not at all happy about this, and, and uh, the lawyer, Don Hassel, and the law firm sued Ms. Bird, saying this is defamatory what you've written, and it's not true, and it's not fair, and you've damaged us. And the Yelp rating of the law firm dipped from 5.0, the best you can get, to 4.5. Well, uh, Ms. Bird refused to back down on, uh, on her comment, and so the, the law firm sued her and uh, took a default judgment. Ms. Bird did not defend, and the court uh, entered a judgment, money judgment, for over a half million dollars against Ava Bird, and also an order that Ms. Bird take steps to remove the review and not post it uh, again. Now, Yelp as a platform was not a party to the case, at least not then. And the judgment, of course, ordered uh, people to cooperate who weren't parties to the case to remove such defamatory information. 
Well, Yelp, Yelp staff uh, reviewed Ms. Bird's comments and decided they weren't really libelous. They were Ms. Bird's honest views, despite the court's judgment. The law firm then served Yelp with a court's order that directed removal of such comments, although it didn't name Yelp as a defendant even then. Yelp responded, wait a minute, the 1996 Act made it essentially immune from such an order, and it hadn't been a party to the libel case. Well, nonetheless, a trial court and a court of appeals ordered Yelp to remove the post of Ms. Bird and change its, its rating in effect. And that went up to the California Supreme Court. How did it come out? Well, four to three, the court sided with Yelp. And it cited two sections of the 1996 Federal Act. One that basically says that uh, a platform like that shall not be treated as a publisher or a speaker of information that is really spoken by somebody else. And a provision of that act that says that no cause of action can be brought and no liability can be imposed uh, against such an interactive computer service under any state or local law that's inconsistent with the federal act. So that, that, that was what the majority really held, that, that here, in effect, what was happening is Yelp was being dragged into a case in order to do something, and it was being treated as though it should have uh, been the publisher itself and should have double-checked and certainly should have abided by the court order. Uh, and no, uh, the Supreme Court said, uh, that's how you're treating it, and the Federal Act says you're not allowed to do that. So that's how the case came out, four to three. But in a scathing dissent, other justices saw this very differently. Rather than viewing it as a kind of free expression, internet freedom matter, the, the dissent uh, wrote, uh, I'll quote Judge Cuellar's uh, uh, sentence here, a very important one, quote, the internet has the potential not only to enlighten, but to spread lies amplifying defamatory communications to an extent unmatched in our history, close quote. Well, in this era of uh, fake news uh, questions and uh, what's true and not true and so on, uh, one gets the point of this uh, sentence in the dissent's viewpoint. And the minority uh, view was also bottomed on the basic idea that <clears throat> when somebody loses a court case and the court orders uh, things to happen. Uh, the unnamed parties uh, are expected to cooperate in enforcement of the court's judgment. Uh, think of, think garnishment, for example, uh, where a bank turns over funds that belong to somebody who loses a lawsuit in order to help the judgment creditor collect. Well, there are weighty issues at stake here. Uh, I mean, how can a rating site like Yelp really be objective and accomplish its purpose if uh, anybody who posts a review can be then sued uh, for defamation, uh, and it may not be worth it to that individuals, and they just pull their review, or like Miss Bird, maybe they just ignore it for a while and think, until things get really serious. Uh, is society, uh, will the laws demand that internet platforms review every post about another person or a business before publishing it? Uh, that would really jeopardize the whole point of review sites uh, that post different opinions about how a restaurant was or how a business was, uh, right or wrong. Uh, they reflect those persons' uh, point of view, assuming they're really people. 
and not some post from Macedonia or Russia or something. Uh, and and uh, that can really effectively deprive consumers of substantial information about a business. Free expression is truly at stake here. Well, on the other side is the reality that if internet platforms are immune from publishing defamatory or obscene or really troubling uh, stuff, fake news, fake comments, then is there any effective control over the spread of lies? Are we all subject to a, a world where uh, anybody's career or reputation can be tarnished uh, by some teenager from, uh, from uh, Kyrgyzstan? Uh, well, I don't think anybody wants that either. Well, the 1996 Act encouraged voluntary monitoring by internet platforms to screen out defamatory or obscene material, but it's voluntary. And if a platform, of course, gets a reputation for broadcasting fake, libelous, or obscene stuff, well, then it's going to face serious adverse business risks. So there is something to the force of voluntary monitoring. I was at the European Court of Justice a couple of years ago uh, talking about the U.S. view of fintech and, and medtech in a two-day conference, and uh, one of the key uh, Google privacy uh, lawyers was there. And the European Court had just ordered Google to de-link from a site where an individual under EU law said, wait a minute, I have a right to be forgotten. This is in the specifics of the cases, he really was saying, I have a right to be de-linked. And, uh, of course, Google was saying, wait a minute, we're a platform, and, uh, you know, that's our job, to link to things out there. And our job's not to be the police force of who's right or wrong and everything. Well, the European court uh, enforced its view, of course, of European law and uh, data privacy of individuals in Europe, very different from uh, the U.S. view in many ways. And Google responded by hiring a lot of people whose job it is to receive requests from people who say, please de-link me from some other website uh, that says something terrible about me or that I have a right to be erased and forgotten. And that's cost Google a great deal of money and, and many, I'm talking millions of reviews now, are done uh, by Google uh, in order to conform to what the EU has said. Of course, the, the Hassel versus Bird case involved a San Francisco law firm with basically local, uh, maybe California implications, not international implications. But think for a minute. What's going to happen if an internet platform gets an order from one country requiring it to delete information? Maybe a contrary order from another government. Let's think about China and Taiwan for a minute. China has taken action against airlines and other businesses that list Taiwan in a manner that suggests that Taiwan is a country. China, of course, views Taiwan as part of China. Taiwan may have a different viewpoint about that. But will website operators get uh, dueling orders from both governments about this? Well, what if an Islamic Republic orders any post it considers blasphemous removed from Internet sites? Uh, cartoons of uh, uh, of Mohammed or a personalization of God or flip it around to any other religion. What if they view uh, uh, posts uh, as blasphemous as to them? Uh, what is the future of global communication through the Internet if we get into a world of dueling orders from governments with uh, free expression at stake here? 
I checked the Yelp site a couple weeks after the California Supreme Court decision, which was in favor of Yelp again. The Hassel Law Firm is back to a rating of 5.0, the best you can get. You won't find Ms. Bird's post anymore. It's disappeared. Now, whether that was at Ms. Bird's request, as she had been ordered to uh, use reasonable efforts to get it removed, or was a matter of Yelp's voluntary decision, uh, as it has a right to decide what to post or not. In any event, whatever the reason, Ms. Hassel uh, and her law firm ultimately prevailed in their objective. But the debate of this really important issue as the internet continues to grow about free expression on the one hand versus decency in communication, that debate's going to continue. And years from now, I'm sure people will look at the dueling opinions of the writings of California's justices and get guidance about it. The opinions are worth reading. It's a debate we're all part of. And a good starting point is the decision of the California Supreme Court, majority and dissent, and concurring opinion in Hassel versus Byrd. This is the Data Privacy Detective signing off today, July 2018. And remember, protecting your personal data begins with you.